0: Cuntcast podcast is rated not safe for work. Urban Dictionary describes it as internet content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace, i.e. would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of these definitions apply. As a result, we will provide you with 15 seconds of pleasant, non-offensive music for you to advance to the next program acquire headphones, or lock all available doors and windows for a proper sensual cunt cast experience. Please be safe out there and enjoy the program.
1: Hello, sexual subjects. You're listening to a broadcast of the Cuntcast podcast, a conversation with a classily characterized cunt, carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation. I'm your host, Najila Rhee, and I am joined by the most prolific audio man in all of audiodom, Mr. Aaron Rand Freeman. How you doing?
2: That's what's up. I am the most prolific audio man in audio dim. I enjoy okay. all the technical I enjoy the technical understanding that you've displayed in describing what I do, which is fine. I once had someone describe what I'm doing like a like a partner. Be like, yeah, there works with a lot of wires. Which <laughs> is um still less than the most prolific audio man in all of audio dim. So I appreciate you. Thank you for at least being creative. I appreciate um, that quite a bit.
1: I'm happy for you. <laughs> Uh so how how are you um how are you holding up? It's uh it's been a time. It's been an ordeal. It's been a thing as of late. <laughs> and how are you surviving out in the big city?
2: Um we are home. Um I will give Oakland, California a lot of credit. For the most part we're home we have a flare up but for the most part people stay out of the streets we're doing pretty good on that social distancing thing i don't have to worry about it we're not we're not as terribly antsy um so we're we're doing okay um that's it we're home and there is there is um anxiety because we don't know what's up but there's no tension which is what i hear people saying in other places where they're kind of locked in there's a lot of tension Tension's bad. Anxiety is normal because that is universal now across the board. So it's better than uh, nothing.
1: How about you? So <laughs> I'm now in um, like Yeehaw Town. I'm in North Carolina. Uh, it's a little weird. I ventured out of the house for the first time since the middle of February because, uh, you know, almost my entire household is immediately compromised. But it's my mom's birthday tomorrow, so I want to make her birthday dinner and because she's a fancy bitch. She wants filet mignon, Let's which go. obviously we did not have at home. So I went to go fetch some filet mignon. And both my dad and I were wearing masks. And everybody was looking at us like we were the outbreak monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like wearing booty shorts, just laying on everything, touching each other. And I'm looking, I'm like, do you guys not know what's going on? Like, have you heard? <laughs>
2: I find that that's one of the strangest things is when you stumble upon people who just don't really have any concern. Like that's yeah, fascinating. You're that the world. It's like
1: uh, it's like must be nice for you to assume that you're going to survive this. Must right. be nice.
2: Right. It's um <laughs> it's a unique state of mind. I um appreciate those people for what they bring to the table, and um yeah I guess there needs to be some type of childlike. Belief in fair play and innocence. I imagine that needs to be a thing. I guess.
1: Right. Like we have our whole, um, like, we left the house ritual that we have to do. Right. So first, we before we leave, we put several um, like wipe downy things, wipe downy things. Wow, brain damage. <laughs> several disinfectant wipes right. in a little baggie. And we bring that with us to the grocery store because they like wipe off the cart, but they do like a half ass job. So we wipe off, take one, wipe off the rest of the cart. And then we kind of wipe things off as we put them in the cart. Right. And then once we check out, I like wipe off my card after I've wiped down the keypad before I use it. Um, and then I I wipe down all the other stuff. And then once we get home, we wipe everything down because they've touched the plastic which is, you know, possibly contaminated. And then we wipe it down a second time before we put it away. And then we wipe down, take anything off that we wore, put it in the washing machine, and uh, then vigorously wash our hands.
0: That's
2: about right. Yeah.
1: That's That's a lot. um,
2: (laughs) It is... um i um i tell myself i like to act like i'm walking on the surface of mars it just gives me a little like like total recall type. like i just act like i'm in total recall and it just gives everything a little bit more of an edge like you go to the supermarket and you imagine you're like coming in from the surface of mars and they gotta depressurize the thing and you know you go in the place and it's all a bunch of different people and you can't quite touch them because they're all from different planets and then you go back out and you got to go back across. And when you finally get home then you finally release your depressurize your helmet and you go and decontaminate and everything. I yeah, might I just, have, oh,
1: it feels like it was a lifetime ago when you would like let somebody lick your butthole after knowing them for five minutes. Like that's just not the reality that we have anymore.
2: I believe that was an official decree um, from <laughs> the I think it was either I saw it on like a New Jersey government document regarding the coronavirus about uh, sexual contact
1: I'll, i think it was the new york one where there's like hey guess what you know what you can do yourself how about you do that new york city actually had uh they sent out a notice like safe sex during coronavirus they're like the safest partner is yourself right that's I, good for you new york
2: i mean i'm not gonna lie we're you. seeing we're seeing a lot of nonsense kind of gets stripped away and i will i hope we maintain this energy at the end of it that a lot of the shit that they worried about was utter nonsense absolutely pointless and rooted in just general um bigotry and oppression
1: yeah so i did come across a fun not a funny article but a article that piqued my interest because um as amazon workers are on strike because they are not getting you know, the proper protective gear and everything, one Michigan Warehouse employee uh, basically said dildos are not essential items and he's kind of cheesed off that so many people are ordering them. Um, (laughs) And I kind of feel like, um... (laughs) uh, I don't... I I can't agree with that. I really can't. I
2: Anxious and depressed sexual energy is at an all-time high... All-time high. Um, so, yes, dildos are whatever keeps people in the house is essential. Yes, whatever keeps us in the house. So,
1: yeah. This so, yeah. worker is like, they're not essential items, and he packages a massive amount of sex toys. And I kind of feel like that, that should tell you that they are quite essential.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Every, a lot of people are home and horny for whatever reason. Not even always coming from the best place, but they are. And let people sort it out however they can sort it out. Thank you for your service, dildo man. Even if he doesn't see what he's doing for the American public, I understand what he's doing for the American public. Thank you, dildo package person. I salute you.
1: Yeah, I just feel like... Uh, I was kind of annoyed because I wanted to order stuff for my cats and they were like, you might get these in May. We don't know. Whatever. Whatever. That's kind of Amazon's whole deal right now. Right. Even if you have Amazon Prime, they're like, you're going to mm. get your stuff when you get it.
2: Right. Like, um. And we need you to
1: deal with that. And I'm fine with that. But I kind of feel that certain things that keep people social distancing should be considered essential items. Right. And self-pleasure objects are on that list. I mean, you can't get any like disinfectant wipes. You can't get no Clorox. At least you could get a a good vibrator, right? And save the world, save yourself. (laughs) Don't like get off of Tinder and Grindr, finding just garbage people because you're bored. How about you do yourself? I feel we could definitely flatten the curve if we're all home touching ourselves.
2: What I wonder about is um, are people u- are are people just people should just be using Tinder to just get like, like video sex chats, right? Like just to just uh, to... That's
1: what I'm hoping people are right. using it for.
2: Like you know, like you but... because I I have some I know some people and they're kind of just like you know they're they're not having as many people over but they're still having people over and I'm a little concerned but I don't want to preach to anybody even though you know whatever.
1: Oh, I'm preaching. I'm getting, <laughs> uh, I guess because like the only person in my immediate family who is not like super high risk for dying for this is my brother and uh, even him I'm like don't the time the time is not now to get to know anybody no new people you can make a nice
2: it's it's time for romance you can make a nice pen pal
1: you better act like you're in an 18th century novel and like write some bitches absolutely (laughs) You write her a sonnet. Work, I don't know. Work on that but... cursive,
2: that, yeah, that, hand, that handwritten letter. Perfect the penmanship, ladies and gentlemen. Work on the romance. Handwritten letters about how you feel. Calligraphy.
1: About what you dream that.
2: about. Yes, write about your dreams, your hopes. Don't be out there guess... fucking, though.
1: <laughs> uh, it It's... I My whole life now is... Soap and disinfectant. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: As it will be for a long time. That is, uh...
1: Uh, Which is why, bringing back the kink of the week, because we did not have a kink last week. Right. But I was on the internet right. um, on my freshly disinfected keyboard, you know, letting my fingies lead the way. And I was on the off-the-cuff site. Off offthecuffs.org. It's uh, all about like different fetishes and stuff. And they had an article by Lectual Romance called So You Want to Try Mouth Soaping. And I had never thought about that in a, a, a fetish scene. Because I mean, I, I guess I kind of remember hearing Like olden time people using, I'll wash your mouth out with soap. Like some leave it to be your kind of shit. But I never really thought of doing that like as a scene. But I can kind of see that like emerging more. Because I feel like soap is really having a cultural moment right now. And also, I think a lot of people have bought things from like Lush and those fancy soap places that look delicious.
2: Right. Lush smells and delicious.
1: You, yes. And you want to put it in your mouth. And now this fetish is all about putting soap in your mouth. And I also like the fact that they called it um, Sunzing. <laughs> And uh, what, what the, the, the basis is, um, you know, it's it's like a punishment-based kind of thing. Uh, and they do say that it, is, it does have its risk, mouth soaping, you know, you're putting soap internally. It's an inherently dangerous activity, it's described. Uh, but it's basically um, making somebody put soap in their mouth and uh, degrading them for having soap in their mouth. And um uh, you could use washcloth, sponges, toothbrushes, uh, you know, anything that you put soap in. And uh, uh it also has like a burning sensation, they say. Yeah. I wouldn't know I've never put soap in my mouth.
2: <laughs> um, when I used to be younger I used to lick um bar soap every so often. I wouldn't like eat it or anything, but I would definitely lick because it, it did it did tingle and the tingle was very satisfying to young Aaron. Um older Aaron oh yeah it's got it's got um it's got a tingle It's like, it's got a unique type of spiciness to it um but um I am interested in the um sexual value I mean now you could pro- now it must be now it must be having its own moment because um punishing someone for not properly washing their hands after coming in from outside is a great idea for an adult uh, scene it's a great idea for a scene so yeah you know, you wash their hands, and then you, you know, wash their mouth out because they're cursing because they have to wash their hands. You know, they're getting frustrated with being on um the, the uh, quarantine. So then you yeah. do that. Yeah. Like
1: I'm, I am glad that it's like a mouth soap thing and not like a genitalia soap thing.
2: Well, th- that'd be strong. That would be for people of maximum constitution. Like those people clearly can't get the coronavirus. Those are the people who are immune <laughs> to any and all viruses and pain.
1: So. I'm very weary of soaps going near my business because I remember when Dove came out with like the, you know, the the new essentials line I think it was, but they had one that was like mint and eucalyptus. It was in a <laughs> blue bottle, and I was in college when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, this looks good. It smelled so great and refreshing." And then I took a shower and all of my roommates thought like the water burned me just hearing my <laughs> screams, <laughs> and then I was like, "No, no, I'm not on fire. Just you know, my punisher. I don't know why." But yes. mint, eucalyptus, vaginas—not a good mix.
2: I had a, um, I had a uh, ex partner give me a um, hand job in the shower, but I didn't see what soap she was using. Oh. She was using Dr. Bronner's pure peppermint. <gasps> oh side. no. <laughs> right. it was it was um you know the problem was like if you're saying i'm gonna go ahead and use this peppermint oil so fine i can i can prepare myself for the sensation but when you're just not when you're just you know when your mind starts wandering to where it goes when you're getting a hand job and someone throws peppermint oil on that bad boy
1: whew. oh no that was like uh you know back in my space days where like the hot new thing was Putting an Altoids in your mouth, <laughs> but I didn't have an Altoid. so I just thought, oh well, anything would do, and I got like a cinnamon candy.
2: Oh wow! Not
1: it's the not same. The, not the same thing, no. Not the same. Not. The results varied, to say the least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I learned the the hard way. Um, what that cinnamon candies are made with like a cinnamon oil so once it gets in that pee hole like it is in there
2: (laughs) um uh yeah that's a shame yeah they should
1: have specified what altoids to use Um, (laughs) the cinnamon ones were not it's funny
2: Out of all the things I'm okay with, um, I've always I've never liked um things being blowjob um enhancers in any way. No You
1: know what? I I don't get blowjob accoutrement because I uh I don't remember if you ever have you ever seen the what was it? It was supposed to be like the the blowjob enhancer, but it was like a vibrator that you put in your mouth. Right. Um but it had like a lube that went with it and the lube was like sour candy lube. It was the worst thing I've ever put in my, like I almost just projectile puked when I first tasted that. Right. It was the worst
2: thing. Right. And it's just like, I don't know, like it's so much stuff for a blowjob, which the benefit of a blowjob is how naturally it can be delivered and administered. It doesn't require a lot of seasoning like um, certain things. Certain things yeah. require a lot of seasoning. A blowjob is,
1: yeah, pretty good. And like, and I'm somebody who likes flavored lube mostly because I just like the way they smell. Right. Like the nature loving lube, my fave, and they have like all kinds of flavors. But usually, I just like like the creme brulee. It's just it smells nice. <laughs> I just it's pleasant. <laughs> Uh, but I wouldn't want uh anything super burny or shocking. I don't think it enhances oral uh in any way, really. Um, but bleh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm always uh I feel natural tastes should prevail. Cause then you just you're putting all kinds of things in there. Right. Like nobody wants like a a hand sandwich reach around or something right like
2: i mean i so. uh, i've I'll say this I've always had a certain amount of enthusiasm for things that were illicit when you were children um I've never quite gotten past it. I realize that a lot, one of the reasons why I'm so easy to please is because I haven't gotten over certain things that are just straight up illicit when you're a kid, so even now. A blowjob just has an air of mischief to it that I'm perfectly satisfied with. Like, I'm just like, somebody put my dick in their mouth. How about that? And that's how I feel all the time. It doesn't matter if we have had sex a thousand times. Like, this person put my dick in their mouth.
1: How? I always think that. How
2: about that?
1: <laughs> it's, it's the little things you have to be appreciative of.
2: <laughs> right. This is why I've never seen a you know, certain thing. And it where... should
1: never lose its wonder.
2: I mean, again, and my my thing has always been that these things are the highlight of your day. Like, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Someone put your dick in their mouth, willingly.
1: And they were happy about it. They were
2: happy to do it. That's the highlight of your day. It just is. It should be a morale booster. That's one of the... I'm just like, everyone, you know, people always ask me, how do I do this? How do you like? And I'm like, it's fine. Just, you know, enjoy yourself. Because, again... It's a highlight of my day. I was just sitting there working, all of a sudden, my dick is in somebody's mouth. How about that? I was just at work. I was just working. I ain't doing nothing. Great. Yeah. It's true. And then you get your dick, like you know, you know what? This was better than whatever I had originally planned.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Oral sex only taught by a nap. Yes. Like, I ever, ever taken like a good nap in the middle of the day. Yes.
2: Oral sex is, is supposed to—that's the, the point. The oral sex is supposed to lead to a nap. That's always been my goal. Is the goal of oral sex is supposed to put somebody to sleep. So That's the point. Is you have an oral say, I have oral sex, someone um, you've been satisfied, and then you go on to sleep. Perfect.
1: Huh. Well, you don't want to have them go to sleep because they're bored. Oh no! I, I mean, I, I think that's hand jobs. I mean, hand jobs shouldn't be putting people to sleep
2: too. It's all—it's all, it's all <laughs> the same premise. It's just like you know, someone's just out here just masturbating for you I don't know i have never I tell people all the time I've never gotten over sex like from I'm not I'm not as excitable or anything like that I'm not like coming in 10 seconds or anything but I've never gotten over the I remember as a boy I was like I'm never gonna get laid and then I grew <laughs> up and I get laid a reasonable amount and now I've never gotten over that to the point where I'm very happy that people find me I'm still not quite over it sex is exciting it's like I said it's to this day, it's just you know People sometimes people are so over some I find guys to sometimes be unusually over sex for how much they chase sex. So it's like if you're chasing it and you don't really care one way or the other, then why are you chasing it so hard? But then why are you not excited to have it while you're also so pursuing it at that rate, then like if you could take it or leave it, then leave it, but then stop pursuing it. Uh, But if you pursue it, then you should be happy to get it. And it's always a weird thing.
1: I feel like I've been like ironically fucking people most of my life
2: um that's
1: I'm <laughs> not gonna, I've always had this attitude like, well, oh, let's see what this is gonna be like. I'm not gonna be lame. i
2: listen I've said <laughs> that i've I really say that um I would say forty percent of my sexual experiences are just letting someone feel safe with fucking you once or trying something they just strikes that the as the mood strikes them like that's forty percent of my sexual experiences is someone who's like hey how about how about I do this just because they just feel comfortable enough that I'm not gonna like when I was younger, um, I just never kissed and tell. But I would get um way more um sex than the other teenage boys. But whenever a teenage boy has sex, he runs and tells everybody and then like and then tells everybody and ruins his chance to get laid again. As a yeah, young boy, I, I realized I don't
1: think a lot of guys realize that. Um <laughs> like I feel like when I was in college, people were like, they either didn't think I, I got any. Because I wasn't screwing people in their social circle. So they weren't hearing about it. Or um th- like they were like, oh, do you have like a, a thing for Asian guys? I was like, no, it's because they're not gonna tell anybody that they had sex with a fat black girl. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about that.
2: That's uh that's effective and problematic. <laughs> it's effective and problematic.
1: You know, racism is a real thing, we gotta deal with. It. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's the truth. But yeah.
1: Um probably explains why I just don't do it anymore.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Th- and That would be an interesting discussion to have at a later date about how much sex you have when you're young from people who are fetishizing your blackness when you think it's okay. Because there's a moment when you don't, but when you're younger, you don't know any better.
1: See, I never had anybody fetishize a black story. I, I, I felt it was okay. It was usually like... um, I didn't, I felt like it's something that insulated me from like having my business told or from like being bragged about. Right.
2: And that's what I mean. But that's, that's, um, you're being, you're being sought after because you are attractive, but because you're black, there's all types of stuff that's happening and it, It's just something that you wouldn't tolerate now that you tolerated when you were younger, even if it isn't directly, even if it wasn't overt racism or the way you approached it. You simply don't tolerate it. You would never let anybody fuck you and then be like, never talk about it. You would never let anybody do that now.
1: Well, Uh, first, I would be concerned if somebody is my age and still thinks like that.
0: (laughs) A lot of people (laughs) do. If
1: if that's like a thing. Because like, we're adults. Like... Nobody cares. I'll listen. If you haven't figured out that nobody cares by now, like, I can't deal with you on any level, let alone sexually. Right. Oh, craziness. Oh, what else? What was the other story that really interested me? Oh, speaking of uh, fetishes, uh, I saw that this site, that's a UK site um, that deals with medical fetish actually donated so much of their, uh, supplies to hospitals. Excellent. Yeah. MedFet UK is what it's called. Um, which I was under the impression that like people in the UK were like, okay, because they had national healthcare, but like, I didn't realize they were cutting it. And there's a shortage of protective gear there too. Uh, but, it's really, uh, like, uh, I felt like it's not that I think they did it for good press, but it is kind of good press for the fetish community. Because, <laughs> um, you yeah, know, like, they can use it. Whenever somebody who is a kingster like, goes to jail, gets murdered, or does anything, like, they bring up that they're a kingster, as if to say, well, of course you didn't get murdered with your weird fetish. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of like, look, people with fetishes can also be humane, upstanding citizens and donate uh, a big old stockpile of protective gear. I kind of wish, uh, certain sites in America would do such a thing if they have them. <laughs> Yeah, hit, hit, nudge,
2: nudge. <laughs> no nah, we don't do that here. Yeah, we don't do that here. No. We're just not, that's not—that's not how we live our lives here in America. We just no. don't. We um, we um, we bleed people around us for whatever. We re- were no one will give out their supplies for free. You know that uh, that real estate that real estate mogul person in Philadelphia. Oh God, obviously. I,
1: I he oh. has to go. Like, if there's a hell, he has to burn in it. Like. There's a whole ass hospital, and it's just sitting there empty, and he's like, "Well, unless you give me a million dollars a month, I really can't part with it like it's empty, you feckless douche nozzle
2: right oh
1: God right i just I just hope his butthole prolapses when he sneezes like in the middle of a very important meeting, just a tube. Prolapse. That's what I hope for him. In all sincerity, I just is as I words can't express how disgusting a human being I think this person is.
2: Oh, I know. Like I said, it's his. Um, I mean, this is the that's the person in the zombie movie that gets eaten by the zombies to rock us applause. So that's yeah. the person. I mean, we I don't need we don't need zombies. Like we're fine. Like whoever's listening, listen. <laughs> Uh, Was that we're working on it. We're very sorry. Whatever angry God is raining down destruction and pestilence upon us. No need for zombies. We're good. But we definitely don't like that person. We don't appreciate that person.
1: No, I just feel like read the room. Just like give it. And then you have people that are like (laughs) trying to sell these like $60 like panic kits and they're using influencers to promote it like Kim Kardashian was promoting it and I'm just like are you guys so friggin tone deaf that you don't get how horrible this looks especially like everybody's being furloughed or laid off or just jobs disappearing and you're like hey you want to not die give this guy sixty dollars i'm kim kardashian
2: (laughs) i appreciate your your impression of kim kardashian was spot on (laughs) it was very well researched and nuanced it captured a lot of her character (laughs) i think the audience can well agree that that your impression of kim kardashian nailed it a hundred percent good work
1: yeah if you could see all i did was like twist my body slightly and go, ooh, and that that was me being Kim Kardashian. Lots of
2: lots of levels to that. And I appreciate you for taking the time. Like in these trying times, <laughs> character research is not top priority. And no one would blame you. But you want the extra mile for your audience. And I hope that we all appreciate what jail has done in service of the show and our audience. I like to say thank you on behalf of Unreasonable Fridays,
1: the Kindcast Podcast. Thank you. I I'm, I'm just trying to do my part. <laughs> Uh, I I find like I try not I'm trying to be more positive mostly because I have to because I'm super poor and I live with my parents now.
2: Being positive for what?
1: Oh because my parents are like allergic to anything that they deem negative so I have to be super positive uh, but um,
2: yeah, You can be negative here in uh. the safe space
1: <laughs> Well I, I am like instead of trying to focus on all the tone deaf celebrities that are singing Imagine like the douche nostrils they are. I try to think of like Rihanna who's just like, Oh, I have money, let me buy masks and then give them to health care professionals because they need them. And not like have a huge press conference where I'm like, hey everybody, look what I'm doing. Like, she just she just bought it and then gave it to them. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna oh. go make some skincare now. But apparently, Some people are just kind of using a worldwide pandemic as a a springboard, if you will, for their for their brand, because that's what we really should care about in these trying times.
2: Listen, you got to work on your brand. It has to go down like that. It does. It does. You got to work on your brand. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, I am happy. I mean, it probably has happened. I just haven't seen it because I've blocked many words on Twitter, but I haven't seen like Pornhub try to make a uh, press out of this or anything like that. So that makes me somewhat happy. <laughs> right. So I, I did see and what they weren't trying to make press out of it, but we are in Washington state so we, we can't help any new models and there's so many new models and we can't really do customer service for models right now. And on one hand, I was like, okay, I get it. But then on the other hand, I was like, but you have 24-hour customer service for customers, but you can't help models. Right. So the people who make you your money, you can't help us.
2: Well... Yeah, apparently you have to go fuck yourself. Uh,
1: well, I mean, that's I want to so people could watch <laughs> and I can make money. Touche. <laughs> but I needed some Touché. help. Literally, I was locked out of my streammate account and then um, because they said that I hadn't used it, so they archived it, even though I know I would go in and I would broadcast for at least like fifteen minutes just so they wouldn't do that. Right. Uh Oh yeah, that's me announcing that I'm out of retirement. Because yes. I'm a home whore. Poverty.
2: Poverty. Yes. Poverty enforced sex work. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Perfect. And if there's ever a time where you want to come out of retirement, it's when you look like a potato, when you've been quarantined for a month and a half, and you haven't had your hair done, your nails done, your skin looks pretty rough because my mom was allergic to everything hair and skin and nail product that I own. I can't use any of them and I'm going to have to suck that up and uh, try to make myself, you know, cam ready. Um, it's a lot. (laughs) I, um, I haven't even got my big old box of dicks out, uh, which I unfortunately do have a big old box of dicks in my parents' garage. Um, I've been for the last like week and a half trying to strategize how I'm going to get all my lingerie <laughs> and um, toys and other sexual accoutrements out and ready. Um, still haven't solidified the plans, but um, I will see. I feel like for the first time, I want to actually ask like all those like college-aged cam girls, like, how are you hiding this from your parents? <laughs> Because I do people who they're like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I couldn't stay in the dorm. But, you know, I can when I'm not in class. I'm like, so if you're not in the dorm, are you doing this in your parents' house? And you're like, yeah, lol. And I'm like, oh, ugh. And now look at me. Oh, oh, how high and mighty I was. <laughs> and how low, low I have fallen. <laughs> Though I had a great conversation over breakfast with my parents this morning uh, because apparently my mom had watched Shark Tank the night before and they were saying that now is the time to make money online. And they were like, you should try that. And I said, yes, I will, mom and dad. I'm going to make some money online. Just you see. And I hope they remember that conversation. For when I eventually get caught. Uh, And I can say like. But you told me about Shark Tank. <laughs> and then it will be their fault. <laughs> it's not going to work. But i will still going to try it. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm like not even looking forward to it. Because I feel like. There's so much more traffic, but not traffic from people who actually want to give people money.
2: Um, I imagine there are. Yes, a, it's a wash of scammers. Yes. Yeah. Can, and I
1: not can. to mention so much traffic from StreamMate comes from Pornhub and Pornhub is full of people who don't feel they have to pay sex workers. So great. Yeah, right. It's fan
2: fucking tastic.
1: Yeah, I was actually really afraid that my screaming account got locked because I talk so much smack about Pornhub on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I mean, Cause first they did not answer me with my email address <laughs> that has this is the same as my Twitter. Right. So like, and then I use my other email address. They're like, oh, well, we don't have a record of you. Can tell us your performer name. I'm like, I knew it. But they then did answer later. So maybe I was just being paranoid. Um, yeah. And uh, I have to, like, find all my stuff. My lighting kit got smished, so. Oh, no.
2: How bad is it? Yeah.
1: Um, well, my lighting kit was all bulbs, and all the bulbs are now. Oh, dust. no. Yeah. I don't have a lighting anymore. Uh, I don't have my cool, flexible gaming chair. And uh, I mean, I guess I still have my web camera, but, you know, it's like old now. (laughs) But I also cannot upgrade my stuff because, again, poor. Um, But, you know, I chose to work for a nonprofit and you can't I don't. The way nonprofits work, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, is for smaller nonprofits, you usually have to have a fiscal sponsor. And that fiscal sponsor is the, how you access all the money you raise. And our fiscal sponsor for New Jersey Run Umbrella is the uh, Office of African-American Gay Concern. And they deal with and work with a lot of people that are HIV positive. And living with HIV AIDS And we don't want to tell them to go to the office To get the checkbook for us
2: Right
1: Like it's not worth that risk I do not want a human being risking their life So I can get paid So I would much rather um, Shake my shit on the internet Than risk another human being's life
2: Understood Greatly appreciated Certain all these human beings uh, They appreciate that real talk
1: I I hope so. Though I do see that, like, uh, they said that people signing up for OnlyFans has, uh, like, quadrupled. So uh, there are a lot of people trying online sex work right now. And I feel like in a week or two there is going to be so many more people that understand that it's actually really hard to make money on in on online sex work like really hard it's not as easy as people might think and i kind of hope that people who are trying to jump into this realize that there's a lot of things you got to think about not just taxes and stuff but like are you stripping the metadata from your pictures so people don't know where you live Huh. that's a big one uh uh it, and uh, a lot of people think because oh it's legal sex work um that means you're like protect- you know you don't have any protected protection like even that stimulus check that everybody uh is talking about uh, if you look at um the requirements if you are uh uh, any type of adult worker. So if you have an LLC that deals with adult industry, if you do uh, adult dancing, or if you do uh, adult live performance on the internet, you are excluded from getting that stimulus check. If that's where the majority of your income comes from. Cause they took the time to screw us. Because America. Right. Some of those things are like I wanna say I'm shocked, but I'm honestly not. Not in the slightest.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no. But, you know, all the new people that are, you know, trying. Uh, <laughs> Godspeed to you. And I mean, that hope you're the best.
2: I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I've given it some thought, but I could pick your brain.
1: Oh <laughs> well, shoot, I will answer any question for you.
2: Right. I no questions, so. I mean, with that kind of.
1: I've, I've heard a lot of guys who are like, oh, well, you know, it's not like I'm a chick. I can't start an OnlyFans. It's like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can.
2: That's you just
1: a, don't want to,
2: right? Like you don't want to. Some dudes they don't want to get put on. They don't want to put themselves on a plate. I don't particularly care. Um This is. Our, I this think
1: is, a lot of people are just uncomfortable because most like male sex work is consumed by other males,
2: right? I'm not not worried about all that. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. That's not, mm. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not worried. So it's it's on the table. I mean, that was already cooking anyway. So now somebody just turned the fire up a little bit I was already cooking, so we're one of these days we're gonna have a discussion because um you know it <laughs> is what it is. So
1: yeah, it's, it's no we can have
2: no. an, I mean we can open up an extra tier on the Patreon subscriptions because we gotta put those <laughs> anyway. So I mean oh, yeah.
1: what is our Patreon?
2: Uh Patreon, Patreon uh, Patreon.com backslash on Fridays. Still. Awesome. You can still sign up for Patreon, no problem. Um right. And at some point there will, become the, there will be a magical extra tier, like that elevator in Silent Hill that gets the extra floor. It's like, all of a sudden, you're going to click on one day, even when you're like, fuck Unreasonable Fridays. I'm canceling my motherfucking subscription to this fucking shit. All of a sudden, you're going to be like, tier four. What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> right. It's just balls. Well, it's everybody. It's going to be a package deal. It's going to be anybody, anybody who's anybody who's interested You know, I mean, we have a whole ass married couple. I mean, Dash is married. You know, I don't know. She's been married for 20 years. I think it might be that time to pop open that OnlyFans, have that discussion with her (laughs) and her husband. You know, I mean, you know, they're good
1: looking people, too.
2: Attractive people. I'm just saying. So it would be a whole Unreasonable Fridays tier where you are certainly going to, between that and your um, dildos, you will have everything you need all in one handy podcast package. Yeah, and that's really the goal.
1: I also want to complain that like everybody's getting their dildos from Amazon and not like niche sellers like myself. Um, like you well, go to wwwvibrant vibrant vibes com. What was that again? A plethora Hold on. What was that again? dot vibrant vibes com.
2: So that was wwwvibrant vibrant vibes com. You said yes. Okay. Hold on, I forgot. What was that URL again? I'm typing
1: in. wwwvibrant vibes
2: Oh, okay. I think I got it. I'm just slow at typing. Don't
1: <laughs> mind me. You can continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's my affiliate toy store, which uh used to powerblationbitch.com. I guess it still does. But like I haven't written in a while because like life got really sad. <laughs> right. Uh but I'm, I'm trying. Like I keep writing stuff and then I'm like this is garbage and you're trash and I'm sad and Mm -hmm. then like I don't post it. But it will eventually.
2: I mean, that's fine. Like I said, um, inching towards production during this pandemic is better than um, anything. So it's definitely, you're definitely doing the right thing and I appreciate you.
1: You know who is amping up production? Those fan fiction writers. Because I got links to two more freaky weird brandon Yuri rapes people fan fiction stories and i've got to say um like haha ha, i get it guys but like stop i really don't want to read or see these stories so much <laughs> just ick so if you could just not i'd so appreciate it
2: um i think we need to remind people that brandon urie has little baby arms a very, <laughs> lo- a very long torso and very short legs and very short arms and it's it's one of those things that once you point out to a person and once you realize it yourself, you can't unsee it. And like, we don't particularly think poorly of Brandon Yuri. I actually appreciate him for bringing you so much joy with so much of his he music. Has done nothing
1: his- but bring me joy right. in his existence. Well, except for that D'Angelo video remake that actually cheesed me off quite a bit. But other than that, musically, his voice, not his visuals, have brought me nothing but joy. Right.
2: So... But that said, um, it, it brings us no joy to point out that he has little T-Rex arms, um, long torso, and short legs,
1: and little beady eye nipples.
2: I hate to say this, there. just, I just, I don't. And the problem is, is that they want to make him a sex symbol when he has a baby body. But if they didn't try to make him a sex symbol Then no one would care that he has a baby body But they keep trying to push him back out there Every, t- every time they keep,
1: they keep, I don't keep, think it's they Like at this point I think it's him It's him? It's gotta be him Nobody else is asking for it Like I, I can't imagine uh, there's, There was peak demand For sexy Brandon Yuri content Uh <sighs> I don't
2: know. All I know is so, that... Uh,
1: I was in my first Twitch Sings party, which, right. if you want to catch me on Twitch, it's uh, twitch.tv slash blation right. bitch with a Y. Right. Uh, and I apparently like ran off a whole party of people by just like being like, no, I do not find Brendan you're attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> was I supposed to? Yes, you were. Just, no. <laughs> And then I actually linked some one of those people to D'Angelo's original How Does It Feel video or Untitled. And they were like, oh, no, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I just needed to hear that. And now you understand me and maybe I can understand you. But, yeah. But, again, I know you guys think it's funny. <laughs> you think it's like a callback joke and you're trying to say, look, I listen and this is how I'm interacting with you in the show. There has to be another way other than sending me terrible fan fiction. Um, yes. Just send me good fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> send me, uh, send me your original works that are rape free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, that's key. Rape-free original fan original works, please, please.
1: You know, you could even send me your Panic at the Disco fan fiction where there is no rape. I will be (laughs) like, okay, I I appreciate this. I just I don't want sexual uh like horror stories with bands I like.
2: No, we don't like that. Yeah, we don't like that here.
1: Yeah. And uh, I kind of feel like this is where we have that parasocial conversation because it's like, I get you listen to us and you follow us on Twitter and whatnot. And like, there's a lot of give and take and you know a lot about our lives. But like, it's like, would you send anybody else <laughs> rape fan fiction? And if the answer is no, then you shouldn't send it to me either. (laughs) Because I don't want it. Are you sure you don't want it? I'm very sure. I know there are people that want it. And, you know, more power to them. They can access it. I just don't want to. (laughs) And, you know, if if you want to send me something to show that you listen to the show, you can... Uh, send an article that you want us to cover, or make some cool fan art, or make a purchase at Vibes Dash Vibes. Oh, I said it wrong. Viber, vibes. <laughs> ah, fuck it. But don't send me things about Brendan Urie's dick. I'm just not interested. Okay? <laughs> it makes me sad. It bums me out. It ruins my afternoon.
0: Yeah. Don't do that.
1: I'm thinking I'm having to have this goddamn conversation.
2: I mean, we're going to have to. It's one of the reasons why we've taken such an aggressive anti-Uri stance here on the program is because people have taken such aggressive pro Yuri stances that we have to then defend you know what? ourselves.
1: I'm not sure sending people Brandon Uri rape porn would be pro-Uri because I'm pretty sure he's not. He would not be into it either.
2: He wouldn't, but he's not being involved. They're just using his likeness, which, again, is a baby body. And, like, it's a baby body and rape fan fiction. Guys, we can start all the way over and do even better long term. I promise you. I know t- there's trying times right now. But we can come together and do better than Brandon Yuri baby body, rape fan fiction for anyone. All of us.
1: We. What about all the, the gay Naruto slash Sasuke fiction? I'll read those. I'll read those all day, goddamn long. I'll voluntarily read those, but I don't want to. I don't want band fiction. It's just. It's just so lame. It's just, <sighs> I just feel like. And these trying times. Let's try to uplift each other. Send me nice things. Send me your cats and your puppies and your ferrets. <laughs> I'm always stoked and down to see your pets.
2: Yeah, so like there's a guy on the internet. There's a guy on YouTube with a pet weasel. And while you mm-hmm. shouldn't have weasels as pets. Because they're just they're not good pets. That guy has a really nice weasel. And his weasel is very cute. and Frolics and weasels about.
1: Right. I follow this chick on Instagram. Who has a mink what um, a mink like you know what they make the coats out of right and it, he it's just his adorable russian mink hijinks and i'm so into it that would make me smile like legit send me, if anything with your cute pets i I would love it there you just go no no weird Here's my gerbil on my dick pictures, because I will totally turn you into the FBI. None of that. And the fact that I have to say that speaks volumes. (laughs) This took a turn. We found ourselves in a weird place. No,
2: no, we found ourselves defending our position as Americans. We don't want that shit. That's all. There's nothing wrong with saying that's how and that's (laughs) the lesson of the show is we do not want Brandon Urie, baby body, rape fan fiction. We don't want it. We don't. And that's a fine stance to take. I don't even think it's a controversial stance. It needs to be said. So it's what we're talking. It's what we're ending the show with. Don't do that.
1: Also, I got to say, you guys uh, are sending me the same ones over and over. It's like the same three. And uh, no thanks. No thanks. There you go. Huh. <laughs> uh, oh, we're we're almost at our our hour. We are <laughs> at our
2: hour. We got yeah.
1: So, so I didn't well, know where to go here.
2: There's nowhere to go. We're good. Sometimes your show just ends. We did what yeah. we needed. We well, I that. was
1: gonna dedicate this episode to somebody who passed away, but I'm just gonna say instead of dedicating this episode, because it got real weird, I'm just gonna say that we are uh you know holding in power Lorena Borges, mm-hmm. who uh was a Mexican American uh activist in Queens who did a lot of work in the transgender Latin and immigrant rights community, who unfortunately on March 30th uh, passed away from complications of COVID-19. Uh, she was somebody who I did have the pleasure of meeting like once. Um, and uh, it really left an impression on me and we will miss her dearly. So rest in power, Lorena. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and, I will see you next Tuesday.
0: Enjoy what you heard? Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon dot com unfridays. And follow the network at twitter.com slash unfridays. You know what makes racists really mad? Black people having a good time. And we really have a good time making these podcasts. So, if you donate, then it's technically the same thing as funding the unhappiness of racists everywhere. Awesome, right? You know what to do.